Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. So, yeah, the new year brings so many sometimes amazing things, sometimes challenging things, but certainly many of us start the year thinking, oh, I've got to change the way I feel. I've got to change the way I look. I've got to change the way I eat. And sometimes we take on these really radical approaches and um, sometimes we just do a little bit of tweaking here and there. Well, my next guest has written an incredible healthy recipe book, but it's more than that, as I said, because well, we're going to expand, but it's almost like being coached through the process. Um, so Nikki Robertson gives you ideas and, and, um, illuminates uh, who you are, why you're doing this, um, how you can change habits, how you can rewire, how you can do all sorts of things. And then she offers you these magnificent recipes. I think it's 80 delicious meals. And so when we start the new year, we don't really want to go extreme, right? Right. We want to maybe shift the way we do things, because when we actually shift something, then hopefully long term, we have greater results. And I think that this book, Thrive, is definitely helping us move in that direction. So I'd like to welcome our next guest, Nikki Robertson, who is a clinical nutritionist, a wellness coach, an author, a podcaster, and a presenter. Nikki, welcome. So lovely having you back on the show. Are you well? Thank you so much, Nick. Yes, I am. How are you? Well, I'm great. I mean, Happy New Year. You love to do things, you know, you start the new year with an absolute bang and launching this incredible, incredible book. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Yes, it is. It's an enormous undertaking and it is an incredible way to start the year. Um, But yes, it's so exciting to finally get the message out there that you don't have to suffer to lose weight or be healthy. And I think we do need to really reframe the way we think of our bodies and we our relationships with food. I think really the time has always been now, but um yeah, uh, it's never too late to, to, to rethink how you relate to yourself, especially when it comes to nutrition. Mm, well, I, I love that you put everything into this book. So, you know, it's a recipe book and my goodness, the recipes are outstanding and delicious. And I mean, what the book looks like is, is really, really stunning. Well done to your stylist, but you're also, you're a, you're a wellness coach. You, 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 yes. you're the author of this reinvent wellness coaching methodology, but beyond that, um, beyond being a clinical nutritionist, you're a master practitioner of neurolinguistic programming and psychoneuroimmunology, um, yes. and the, and so many other things. So you bring all of that into this recipe book. Yes. Um, and that's, that's obviously what you wanted to do next. Yeah. So, so just tell the audience, like, what is Thrive okay. really all about? Yeah. So, I mean, like many people, I started off with, a bad relationship with food and a poor body image when I was a teenager. And I I tried every fad diet and I put on weight and I lost weight, but I always seemed to be sort of running up against a brick wall, not knowing what to do, trying ridiculous calorie restricted diets. And in the end, all it really does is it caves your metabolism in and it becomes increasingly more difficult to lose body fat. You have no energy, your moods go down the drain and On some instinctive level, I think we all know that this is just not the way we should be living because food is pleasure. 
and food brings yes. us joy and food is cultural and it's the way we celebrate with family. So why should it be the scary thing that we want to sort of limit in our lives and feel guilty about? And that was always something in the back of my mind. So I studied NLP and PNR, which is mind body medicine, but then I went on to, to, to study firstly dietetics and then nutrition and then functional medicine because I really wanted to understand the biochemistry of food because I wasn't satisfied with dieting. I wasn't satisfied with what the doctors were telling me about restricting calories and exercising more because we know that doesn't really work. Uh, you know, anyone who's been on a diet will tell you it works initially, but it has a shelf life and eventually sure. something else takes over and you just can't yeah. win. So I began studying and yes, I have a, a clinical nutrition practice, but I began in corporate healthcare and I worked with many people from executive you know, execs right through to factory floor people. And the situation was always the same. Doesn't matter how much you earn, doesn't matter how your level of education, we've all got to eat food and it's real food that we need to eat. So we've been conditioned over time, I think since the early 1980s, is to increasingly let food manufacturers feed us instead of feeding ourselves. So we, we've forgotten how to cook. Or if we do, we're not using real ingredients. We're eating a lot of processed food, a lot of chemicals in the food, which leads to illness. I mean, it's no secret that, you know, plastics and all these things disrupt hormones. So we've got to really rethink and reinvent how we think about food and how we prepare things. And it's hard. It's hard for so many of us because we're busy. We've got families, we've got careers. Um, you know, it's, it seems overwhelming and it's a mm -hmm. lifetime of behaviors that need reformatting. So in the nutrition practice, it's yes, of course, you're going to, we're going to relook at what you eat. But my interest is in firstly supporting people through the process because you can't do it alone. Very few people can take even the book and just make a plan and follow it. There are, of course, there's people who can, but we need support. We all need the help of those around us. And I think that's very much what DL Link is all about is supporting. It's about community. Sure. But it's really, really important when it comes to nutrition that our families are supporting us. They understand where we're going with this, that everyone's on the same page. And that's where the, the wellness coaching really comes in is that you've got someone holding your hand through it. So for many years, people said to me, well, write a book. This is amazing. You know, all this information, we need everything in one place. And that's an enormous undertaking. But the, the, the universe was smiling when, when Penguin said yes. And, um, we got this book out and it didn't take very long. I mean, I think we're shooting the photos for the book in September last year. And now it's on the shelf, which is very surreal. And it's, <laughs> it's, I'm very humbled. I have to say by this whole process. And I'm very grateful because it's always been my dream to get it out there to as many people as possible, because I can only see so many people in a day and I can mm -hmm. only record so many shows and so many podcasts. But you know, one of the founders of functional medicine said, how big is your classroom? And that has always been a question that stayed in my mind. And yeah, that's, that's really what this is about. Well, it's, it's so evident and you can see what, what's driven you in this book because anyone who gets their hands on this will see that there is this, 
this kind of coaching in this beginning. You're, you're educating, you're showing, you're enticing, you're inviting, you're encouraging. And then there are the magnificent recipes. And I love that. I think that each person who, who gets this book, it's not just going to sit on the shelf, you know, when I need a healthy recipe, it's something that's going to sit next to their bed and they're going to be reading it and they're going to be applying it and they're going to get the, outstanding recipes. Um, Nick, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be back after the break. Please stay with us. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome back to the show. I have uh, Nikki Robertson, who is a clinical nutritionist, a wellness coach, author, podcaster, presenter. Um, Nikki has just launched her book, Thrive. It is a recipe book. It is filled with the most delicious recipes, but it is oh so much more because you're going to learn about yourself, what gets in the way of you eating the right foods or staying motivated um, or thriving and feeling healthy. Um, you know, it's all there. Like Nikki talks about sleep and why sleep's important and breathing and drinking water, um, stress, managing your stress. She looks at sugar, fat and salts, um, you know, keeping your hormones balanced, but all this incredible information, insulin and fat metabolism, it's all there. You know, anything that you would want to ask someone is in this book and then the recipe book. And what I especially like, Nikki, is that there is a section which is nutrition myths and facts. Brilliant. Myths and facts. So I thought that maybe I would just ask you a few of these myths and facts um, because people are really interested in them, right? Um, Yeah. And the well, the first one I actually want to ask you is you spoke about your personal experience and growing up, and I'm sure so many people listening can relate. So when you eat in a certain way and you damage your metabolism, and I say damage because, well, your metabolism's not working properly, you're starving, you're eating – is the metabolism something that can shift back to normal? Is it something that you can fix? Absolutely. And metabolism is one of the most misunderstood functions in the body because without a metabolism, we'd be dead. So the body is really good at repair. Our cells regenerate every couple of days and months. Every system in our body, when given the right tools, Uh, when given the right love and attention, can absolutely repair. And I've seen people with thyroid problems, um, hyperthyroid, myself, for example, but many, many people um, come off their medication eventually. I've got, over the years, people who come to me with type 2 diabetes who are no longer on insulin, and then they come off their their metformin. But this Mm. takes time. It takes consistency. It takes commitment. But it doesn't take pain and suffering. And I think that's really the message is that, yes, anybody can be fixed. Uh, it obviously depends on the level of what kind of disease we're talking about. But metabolic issues, absolutely. I've seen it so often. And I think the message there is if, if you've really made up your mind that you want to be well, you can do it with the right support and the right information. Yeah, and what I really get from what you write and what you say, and it's certainly what I believe is the importance of the insourcing. We do a lot of outsourcing because we yeah. get very impatient. Um, mm. as you said, and you said it takes time. So if you put in the time and the effort, you certainly reap the rewards. And and that's I think is what your book supports. It supports this whole insourcing. Okay. Exactly. So one or two things very, very quickly. Eggs and red meat elevate cholesterol. Now I always thought that they elevate cholesterol. What do you have to say? Is that a myth? 
Oh, it's an absolute myth. So, you know, science evolves and what we thought was a fact 10, 20 years ago, we've learned nowadays that simply isn't as simplistic as we once thought. And thank goodness that science does evolve and theories are tested. So yes, it was once thought once upon a time that consumption of red meat and eggs would raise blood or cortisol in, in not cortisol, cholesterol in, in the blood. And this is simply not true because cholesterol in food works on a diff- very different pathway to um, how the liver manufactures cholesterol. And when we are dealing with high cholesterol levels, and nowadays, thanks to Professor Noakes, that those levels are under under fire. It's, it's questionable whether or not these levels are dangerous or not, what kind of cholesterol we're talking about. Um, so, yeah, it's not as simple as eating something which becomes uh, systemic cholesterol. The body is far more complex than that. Uh, so, yeah, you can go and check your blood, see what your cholesterol levels are, and then experiment for yourself. Go mm. carnivore for a week and eat your eggs every day and do this for six weeks and then check your cholesterol again. Some people do have a bacteria in their gut, which makes them more prone to producing more cholesterol when they eat certain foods, but that's not just these foods, um, but it's very rare. And most people that I know who are on a whole food diet and they include red meat, they include eggs, and they're also including healthy fats. It's really important to remember that we've got to get in those anti-inflammatory omega-3s to balance our healthy cholesterol levels, that they just don't see an increase in anything that's deleterious or um, going to affect them negatively long-term. So yeah, it's a complete myth. Mm-hmm. Now listen, I'd love to spend more time going over myths and facts, and it's all there in the book, but I, I don't want to neglect the, the recipe part of this yeah. book because it's just magnificent. I mean, you've got the breakfast and the lunch and the dinner and everything is there and it's colorful and it's outstanding. So when you thought about the kind of recipes, the kind of food people would be eating. What was important? Yeah. So what's really important to me is I wanted to make comfort food healthy. I wanted to make stews and ice cream and muffins and, you know, really satisfying, delicious things that pancakes, for example, that you look forward to that you think are really bad for you and turn them into something that's actually really good for you. And the truth of the matter is when you make most things from scratch, you're making them better than you would say if you bought them from a store. So that's already one point in question. But most of these foods were needing more protein, needing more healthy fats, needing to be more mindful of of the raw ingredients that we're putting in there. So I chose recipes based on things that I love to indulge in, things that I find incredibly satisfying, foods that combat cravings for me. So when we eat this way, you don't go craving sugar. You don't go looking for something at three o'clock in the afternoon because you're starving. You don't feel wobbly and shaky because your blood sugar is out of control. You're always feeling satisfied. And another really important component is that we eat with our nose and we eat with our eyes. So food has Mm. to look amazing. It has to be lots of color and you have to have flavor. And I think that's also the problem with most diet food is that it's bland and boring. So that's really what I wanted to debunk. Mm. Well, it's so colorful. I mean, honestly, mm, and, and I love recipe books and this is delicious. You can hear me salivating just looking <laughs> at the pictures. But um Nick, also with each recipe you you there's either a vegetarian stamp or a gluten free stamp or yeah. both. And um, maybe mm-hmm. you just want to speak to that. Yeah, so not everybody can handle gluten. 
so there's definitely a lot of content in there, which um, would suit a lot of people who are wanting to go gluten-free or even sort of very low-carb, keto. Um, yes, there are vegetarian options as well, plenty of those. Uh, so there's, there's something for everybody. And if you're wanting to do intermittent fasting, there's plans in there how you can time these meals so it can fit into an intermittent fasting sort of schedule. Mm. Okay, quick break. We're going to be right back, Nick. Hi, FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome back to the show. We're talking about Nikki Robertson's uh, recipe book called Thrive um, with all the benefits that come with the recipes, like uh, teaching you about nutrition, what's good, um, what you should avoid, how you can stay on track, um, managing your stress and managing your mindset. And then all these yummy, yummy recipes like a crunchy chickpea and lentil salad and a Thai cucumber salad, sweet potato and avocado salad. I just love it. And I'm really, really loving this, um, uh, the combination of the sauteed pak choy with ground seeds. It's just endless and, and baked fit. I mean, listen to me. I'm, I'm, I'm salivating and loving it, but I have to ask one question. I've always wanted to ask this question, Nikki, because I see in your recipes, you talk about rolled oats. Now, what is the mm-hmm. difference between rolled oats and steel cut oats? Is there, I mean, I know there's a difference, but in terms yeah. of nutrition and health. Look, in terms of nutrition and health, you can sort of liken that to whole wheat versus white flour. So your steel cut oat is the oat that's simply just cut off the, the, the stem in the field and it hasn't been pressed. So rolled oat is when you take that piece of oat, which looks like a grain of rice, funnily enough, and you roll a big stone or a big metal roller over that to flatten it. Now, all that we're doing when you roll over that that oat is you're making it more absorbent. So when you cook it, it cooks quicker. Um, uh-huh. The problem comes in when the all the the powder and the tiny little bits at the bottom of that machine, those little um, flakes, those are your quick cooking oats. So there's absolutely well, there's very little fiber, and you you sort of your your um, B vitamins and all those healthy components, that gooey stuff that comes from cooking oats is. So really sitting in the, in the, in the whole grain part of the oat. Uh, so the more refined it is, the quicker it cooks. So your steel cut oats are going to cook really slowly and those are going to have more nutrition, more fiber available when you, when you eat them. And the quicker it takes. So your, your quick cooking oats, that's your least nutritious version. So something mm-hmm. like a rolled oat is a middle ground, something really easy to use in a muffin, easy to use if you're going to be cooking oats for breakfast. And that is the most accessible and you're still getting a lot of the sort of the nutritional benefits from the oat, uh-huh. uh, from the rolled oat. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. Always wanted to know. Yeah. Nikki, um, where can people get Thrive? Okay. So Thrive is available absolutely everywhere. It's on Take A Lot. Um, you can get it on Amazon as an ebook, I think as a print copy as well. Um, exclusive books, uh, Reader's Warehouse, almost every bookshop in South Africa has got hard copies. Um, so yeah, there's, it's absolutely everywhere if you want to get hold of one. Amazing. Nikki, thank you so much for joining us. Such a delight, such a pleasure. Thanks for putting a book like this together. It's all there. It's like the one-stop shop. Let me tell you that much. And we wish you every success. As you said, how big is your classroom? I think that's what you said or that you learn. And uh, please, God, it goes out there. What a great message. And and lots of people are open to the message. Thrive and be healthy. That's what we need. A world full of that, I'd say.
Thank you, Nikki. Thanks for the opportunity of getting the message out there. It's just incredible and amazing. Thank you. Great having you on the show. Take care, Nikki. All the best. Nikki Robertson, um, clinical nutritionist, wellness coach, author, podcaster, presenter, um, and this uh, outstanding book, Thrive, is out there. Hope you have enjoyed the show. Hope you took notes. Um, I do hope that you have benefited from it. And just a reminder, if you're thinking about the Jerusalem Marathon, stop thinking, doing, do, do, sign up, enroll, run through the streets of Jerusalem and run with a purpose. I have so enjoyed being with you, so enjoyed being back, and I do look forward to being with you same time next week. From me, Nikki Severini, until then, goodbye.